Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. Man, it's a show so nice. It's doing it twice, sort of. I don't understand that. Yeah. Let's, let's try that again, man. Let's try that again. Hour that two. no sense. We are doing dos hours. Try it again. No. Say something clever. You tried to say something clever and you didn't. <laughs> David Difference, everybody. Run it back. <laughs> I can't oh, yeah, run you it can, back. You, you it's can, already out there. You can rewind on the um, the app. <laughs> I'll play it back, man. That, that is very true. If you want to hear David Difference rip me up and down all the time, just rewind. You can if if you love that last fifteen seconds, just hit the rewind button. Yep. If it's right, where was it? Twice. We do it twice. Didn't even make it's sense. The show so nice, we're doing it twice. How are we doing it twice? Well, because normally, you know, a lot of shows on the weekends here are one hour, so we get two. It still doesn't make sense because we're awesome. You're right; it doesn't. But who cares? Let's move along. I'm Mark Oak. <laughs> the Mark Oak Show here on KDOM 101.5 FM here in Las Vegas. Just having a great old time. Of course, the Odyssey app where you can listen to this, other great shows on our station like SportsX Radio, by the way. Now on 6 to 8 p.m. with Ken Thompson. Yeah, I like Ken. Ken's a good dude. That's my guy right there. Yeah, we got some great stuff on SportsX Radio and, you know, but. Shows from all over the country. So check that Odyssey app out. And, of course, we're live streaming here on YouTube, Facebook, and X. I'm I, I'm trying to say X. It's hard. Because I just want to tweet I, away. Well, just say, I realize everybody's just saying tweet. So it's going to, that's, ain't going nowhere. Yeah, but we're, you know, of course, uh, whatever format you're on, like, subscribe, Whatever you need to do, do it. Join our family. Yeah. I want to send a shout-out to everybody out there. I know this month may be a rough month for a lot of people. Um, Keep your head up. Yeah, it's September. It's my birthday next Saturday, by the way. Ah, Always about you. But, yeah, how old are you going to be? I guess you don't ask. 27. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm regressing. You don't look uh, 10 years over 60. Thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, now nah, you are a handsome man there, Mark. And so, yeah, your birthday's coming up? Yeah. What are we doing? Chica's Benitas? Well, I had some ideas. Such as? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. All the secrets, man. Well, you know, we'll make some plans. But anyway, we got to get back to the pro wrestling. Uh, and, you know, before we roll on, we do have a, let's see, we have Leo Leonardo Hernandez in the chat box. Hey. We were, we were talking about CM Punk. And he had a question to say, uh, do you all think CM Punk uh, will be going to WWE? Dave, do you think CM Punk's going to go to WWE? I don't think we've seen the last of Punk uh, wrestling. Like, I, I, it still feels like even at AEW, there seems like there were so many unfinished things that could have been done and should have been done. So if you go back to, like we talked about last week, where does that fit in? And I could, I mean, I could see a lot of, as a fan. A lot of stuff. I don't know. You got to get through that behind the scenes politics. And he did leave with a lot of stuff that he did not like. But he comes back, 
that'll be a big ticket for him. So sometimes we do stuff. You know, that's the tricky part is obviously if Punk showed up, you know, there's they're going to be printing money off of it. But AEW was printing money, too, and look where that ended up. You know, there's just a lot of people who don't want to work with a guy. So, you know, what's the balance? Now, it, do you think, you know, and, and I think one of the other issues they're going to have is that, you know, we all know that he and Triple H aren't exactly the best of buddies. And, you know, could Punk work with Triple H on creative? Now, so, I don't know, man. I, so, the answer is maybe. I, I don't have a better one. Yeah, it just depends on the mood. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like, does he even want to? Um, you know, he's had a hell of a career, you know, so. Well, I, I know if it were me, I wouldn't want to go out like that. That's not the way I'm going down. I'm going to try and find a way. I, I, I will say, what is with you in that? <laughs> but I, I will say this. If he was willing to take less money, you know where he? it would be really interesting for him to go? FSW. Well, that, <laughs> but, no, but Impact. I think he's got a lot of supporters at Impact. He might he might fit in there a little bit better than maybe going to WWE where there's so much you know water under the bridge there. So and and Impact's growing. I mean, they're doing a great job. They just had their Victory Road pay per view and taped their thousandth thousandth episode. Yeah, no, this knock, week. yeah, yeah, no knock to it. But so tell me, I mean, and obviously eyes would be on that product. Like what? But. Tell me a feud or uh, a storyline from Impact that you're like, oh, that would be epic. Um, I don't know. Uh, Bully Ray might be a pretty epic. good one. Yeah, Bully. Well, you got to remember who's there, but that's that's yeah. one guy that I think that people would. Those two guys would be very interesting together. That'd be a cool match. But what else? Well, I'd have to go down the roster. Let's go. Um, you know, certainly guys like you know PCO, that could get nasty. I mean, Josh Alexander. Would just be say, fun. just say, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Well, but it, it's not a matter of you know who they're, who's there now. It's a matter of you know the him coming in, and I, like you said, I think there's there's a lot of people there that would support him. Right. So you know who knows? But the, the, you know, there's yeah, you got the Motor City Machine Guns. You got a lot of people there that that know him well, yeah. and I, it, it could work. I mean, that would certainly take impact to another level. It would. If, and and it, maybe he would do it just to do that, write his own ticket again. Anywhere he goes, he could well, write his own ticket, well, but and, it's just the politics. And and that's the thing. You know, we, we heard the speech at CAC, and we keep going back to that. But he promoted in Chicago, too. And you almost wonder, maybe he does his own thing. Maybe he starts promoting indie shows and building something up that way, too. Well, maybe, then, then he's in charge, and you don't have to, you know, he's gonna, he'd be able to hire his own people, uh, whoever he feels like he could work with in the industry, he could bring them in. And I would imagine if he said, "I've got the money for you, I want you to come and do a card," you know, if he puts something together in Chicago, just as an example, probably a sellout. Oh yeah, like a one-off or something. Yeah, well, that's how EW started. I just say he take his millions, go lay up with that beautiful wife of his, and just enjoy enjoy the rest of it, man. He done some great things. Hats off to CM Punk, you the guy, man. So that that's another possibility too. Relax, enjoy your life. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. then, I mean, start a podcast, whatever. Come yeah. on, that would go. 
bananas. That yes, that would. I I would agree with you on that one. Um, we also let's see, talking about some other things going on. Um, let me just run down here. Sorry, I had an important message there for a moment. Everything um, okay? Yeah, we're all good. Okay. Uh, thoughts on what's going on with the bloodline right now? Of I- course, we saw. Uh, Jey Uso has debuted on Raw, and apparently he is not welcome in that locker room by everyone there. Cody Rhodes vouching for him, but he's around, and Sammy was greeting him, and they're all buddy-buddy now. Sammy Guevara? No. (laughs) Sammy Zayn. Good try, though. Jimmy debuts to a defeat on SmackDown, but they have apparently made a an alliance with Judgment Day and Jimmy's trying to get back in good graces with Roman Reigns which you know personally I don't understand I mean Jimmy saved Roman from losing the universal title mm-hmm. so okay I guess Roman's going to put him through a pile of duty that should be fun but what do you think about this David I think Are, all... do you like do you like where no. they're going no I think it's all convoluted it, like it's it, it does, oh, there we no, go. No, okay, let me let's ease into it. Yeah, man. it's convoluted. It's like detached. There's nothing happening right now. Now it's not even the bloodline story anymore. There's like this whole chapter, whatever this is. Like when you tell that story, I hope they don't recap this because ain't nothing happening right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. Aha! Uh-huh. I, I, that's what I that that was why I said what happened. Uh, with them at SummerSlam was going to create some issues. Now, do I have a solution? Yes. Oh, do you? Love to hear this. I, I have some thoughts about where this could be going. You have those guys on separate brands. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Jimmy wins the U.S. title and Jay wins the Intercontinental title. Yeah. So you have a natural rivalry of the brothers and you could possibly set up a match down the road with those two, not just as brothers, but now they're both champions too, which would be pretty interesting. Plus, the other factor is we've got Survivor Series coming up. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, if you saw on SmackDown, Ellie Knight kind of got into it, Paul Heyman a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've already got Sami Zayn welcoming Jay back. Cody's on his side. AJ Styles is now messing with the bloodline and the bloodline and the judgment day are starting to put a little group together there. There's your survivor series main event. Whoop de doo. No, but but I mean, he, yeah. But but I, here's I, it, it, but yeah, here, like I said, it's just getting weird. Well, yeah. You know, the one and what would be really fun if you did that match. So let's say you have you have Damian Priest and Finn Bauer, the tag team champions, teaming up with Solo, Roman, and Jimmy, taking on Jay, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, and uh, who am I forgetting? And LA Knight. So that's your Survivor Series match. And you put in a little stipulation that whoever pins, if somebody beats Roman, that they get a shot at the Universal Championship. Mm. Yeah, they'll put it so, so so that would actually that could actually be a lot of fun. Plus, if you've got Judgment Day working with the bloodline, well now you've got Damian Priest with the case hanging around Roman Reigns. 
Huh? Not saying he'd do it, but you'd have a very uneasy alliance there because all it takes is one backstab, and Damian Priest is the new universal champion. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I think that you're going off into deep imagination land, which is good. I mean, that's a beautiful thing that you're using that brain of yours. However, um, if that's where they're going with it, I don't know. It's just, like I said, convoluted. It sound, it's all over the place. Where's uh, Reigns been? When's he coming back? Oh, he's relaxing on the island of relevancy. Yeah. So, like, all that, it's just it's not moving. It feels like it's at a um, standstill right now. Yeah, so. I, I think that they're taking – I mean, this is – I'm just trying to get in their heads a little bit. But I think they're taking to take some time to build up Jimmy and Jay separately yeah. before they pull this back together. But, yeah, it does – What do they say WrestleMania? Like they're trying to hold them off till WrestleMania to fight each See, other. See, I don't know if you can do it that long, man. I just yeah. don't. I mean, you look at the whole – I mean, you could. But like you said, if they're just, like, giving them their individual pushes now, like, it's just going to be normal for a while, then – Something will have to hit it back. You know, I'm sure they'll keep the tension going, but just, yeah, right now it's not moving. They're saying weird stuff that, like, okay, what are you doing? Why Why are you here? Yeah. You know, what happened to this? Yeah, it's it's kind of strange, but, yeah, I, I can see that going that way of Survivor Series, though. I think that would be, I think that'd be a really good main event. I think people would be really excited to, to get those 10 guys in the ring together and, you know, necessarily need those stipulations no but it would still be a lot of fun yeah i'm not a huge fan of survivor series like back in the days i used to love it thanksgiving yeah Yeah, you had some holiday yeah you had the fun five on five matches and now you get usually get one on the card so right right but if you're gonna make one stipulation yeah that that would be a big thing but usually yeah as long as there's something at stake because usually it's just a match it's like oh the ultimate survivor who cares yeah, I hated that did it. That, that brand supremacy crap. Yeah, Man, come yeah, yeah. On. that was that 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 was garbage. Yeah. I didn't watch none of that. It was like, who cares? Raw versus SmackDown, and were fans really split? Like Raw's my squad. I don't think so. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. We we watch everybody. Yeah. So we'll somebody see. bleed. <laughs> Please. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens at Survivor Series. But Fastlane is coming up, too. We don't have any matches announced for that yet. But that's going to be October 1st coming out of Indianapolis. So we've we got another premium live event coming up in what, two and a half weeks for uh, for WWE as well. Actually, I think October 1st is the uh, AEW show. I'll have to double-check my Fastlane date. But, yeah, no, that's going to be another big uh, – Seven or eight days there with with uh, Fastlane and Wrestle Dream coming out of Seattle. Ooh, Wrestle Dream, what is this? That is a new AEW pay per view, mm. which one of the headlining matches has already been announced. As Brian Danielson is going to finally get that match with Zack Saber Jr., so that's going to be the main event of that one. They were supposed to wrestle at Forbidden Door last year before Danielson got hurt, but. Uh, did not happen, so we're going to get that dream match coming up in Seattle. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that should be big Seattle. I like. Oh, we're going there, aren't we? I think we got to figure aren't it out. Aren't we? I think we should figure it out. I, I I attempted to reopen my heart chakra and it backfired. Oh no, are you okay? Yeah, life teaches lessons. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. Fair enough. 
David, uh, of course, David Difference. I'm Mark Hoke here on the Mark Hoke Show on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas, talking pro wrestling because that's what we do. And I tell you what, that's probably a good spot for us to take a break. And we come back, of course, we're talking about Brian Danielson. Oh, did he have a match on Sunday last week? Oh, see, I missed that. The, stra- oh, no, I the strap was flying. Mm-hmm. The leather was slapping. It was nasty. Sound like a night at the Dave Cave. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I think we're just going to let that one go and go to break. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we return on the Mark Hoke Show here on ADOL, 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. It is the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. I am Mark Hoke, along with my esteemed partner in crime, America's greatest co-host most of the time. The Dave mm. difference. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, what a difference Dave makes uh, here to Dave the world. Mickey James left me a nice comment on her video. She says she loved it. Good. You did a great job on all those. Shout out to Mickey James. There you go. How was that? I didn't hear her speech. Was that? I mean, was it? I got there late. Remember? Oh yeah. yeah I, had, uh, I had to work for a while, but yeah, a lot of fun. So, before we get into Brian Danielson, by the way. And what happened at AEW All Out, there was one of the WWE topic I wanted to hit. We have a new longest reigning intercontinental champion as Gunther has shattered the honky-tonk man's record for the longest reign in WWE history for the intercontinental title. Passed that on Wednesday. So Gunther has finally... Erase the honky-tonk man from the record books. And if you didn't know that much about the honky-tonk man, that is actually Jerry Lawler's cousin who came into WWE. And it's a very interesting story. He came in, you know, does the Elvis thing, came in, and nobody liked him. They did a phone poll, which said, do you like the honky-tonk man or not? <laughs> right. He was he was trying to get his uh, squad, right? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and he bombed out. <laughs> So I do remember that. So he went heel and he <laughs> end, don't like me. He ended up winning the Intercontinental <laughs> title from Ricky Steamboat shortly after WrestleMania 3. Oh. And I and I it, from what I understand is more of an embarrassment thing is Ricky asked for some time off about 90 days into the reign ish and Vince was furious about it. So he took the belt off him. And not only take the belt off him, but you think of all the people that could have done it. Did it to the honky tonk man. Ricky who? The Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, he wanted him. time off. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And then, for some reason, Vince decided to leave it there. And by the way, I went back and looked at the Honky Tonk Man's reign mm-hmm. as Intercontinental Champion. How was it? Yeah. Uh, I don't recall. It. Yeah. I mean, we always talked about it. I mean, I guess it, that's that's sad because now that record is out. Yeah, it is gone. But he, you know, it's funny because, like I said, I went back and, and checked it out. A lot of bums that he beat, but then he did have a, a lot of bums. Well, he did. A lot of tomato yeah, yeah. cans. Did in he there. have any? He didn't have any big feuds to have it that long. Yeah. What was his biggest? Randy Savage. Okay. Did they have a? They had a feud, Bruce Beefcake, and you know some other 
matches mixed in here and there, but you know, really, you know, he he had he wrestled George Animal Steel and the Junkyard Dog, um, Ricky Steamboat, Hillbilly Jim, Outback Jack. There's Jose Luis Rivera. Always like to see that name. I had the Bruce Beefcake feud, and then of course it led into him wrestling the Ultimate Warrior a bunch of times, and then the squash for the title. Remember Ken Patera? Yeah. yeah. The man who threw a boulder through a McDonald's window? Yeah, I remember yeah. Ken Patera. He went to jail for a while. Huh? He did. But, yeah, so the Honky Tonk Man is gone. So now let me ask you this, David. Now, we had a great, he had a great match with Chad Gable and apparently got standing O's in the back after that was over. Is it time to take it off the belt off of him? Do we, do we keep Gunther still running as the Intercontinental Champion, or do we move on and maybe program him for the world title. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if he's at that level yet. I mean, you would think, right? I mean, that used to be the transition title to the heavyweight. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they did what they were supposed to do with it, that, and that's beat the honky-tonks record. Like, it seemed like a very weird person to have that long of a record stand for that long. Yeah, and you know, and especially when you think of all the guys that were wrestling back in that time that he was the Intercontinental Champion for over a year. Oh, yeah. That that just blows me out of the water. I, I still do not. You know, but I guess people hated him, and that's your job. Yeah. So I think Gable, yeah, I think he's going to get that belt. That would be fun. Yeah. I, yeah he it, stepped up. I don't know what, um, like, you know, because they were just doing their thing, and I hated the whole Otis and uh, is that, what's up with Otis? Yeah, they're part of Alpha Academy. They're still doing it. Yeah, still thing. doing it, but yeah. yeah, but something like this, this is when somebody goes in a different direction because the last couple matches, and I don't know if it was just those, people were like, wow. You know, before that, it was like, yeah, he's cool, definitely well respected and, and talented, but something happened in the last couple weeks where, like, he just hit another level, yeah? Yeah, you know, Alpha Academy started getting popular again, and people seem to finally remember, you know, watching some of his work. This is an Olympic level wrestler. Yeah. You know, incredibly talented, great on the mic. Just, you know, was is one of those other guys that is really starting to have a meteoric rise and you know, I think it would be great to see see Chad get that. And I remember when I got to meet him. Just a great guy. You could but you could feel the intensity in him too. You know, I could tell he was a a an amateur top wrestler. Mm-hmm. Cuz he could when those guys are talking and you, know, you start talking about their competitiveness and everything else, there's just a gleam in their eye. And, you know, I'm I'm excited for Chad. I, I have a feeling that he may be the one to end this, but we'll find out. I think, yeah, I think he kind of wrote his ticket with that match. So <clears throat> who else? I don't know. Well, my other suggestion was Jey Uso. Uh, there's yeah. a thought. Yeah, there's, I don't know. It's just that whole, what does the belt mean anymore? Well, they've, like I said, Gunther's really done a great job with it. So we'll find out, my friend. What was his greatest feud? Oh, well, the Drew McIntyre, the Sheamus. Uh, you know, they, they had an incredible match at WrestleMania. Match. And, you know, they feud. of course, they had what the other the... ones. Well, the Sheamus feud was terrific. I mean, they had the that, that huge match at Clash at the Castle. Match. That people wanted more. Now they, now they went they at give, it. Did they give us more? Yeah, it went from there to WrestleMania where they brought Drew in. So, right. yeah, well, we go on Internet Wrestling Database. You can you can do the research yourself, everybody. Huh. It's fun. So anyway, so we'll take wrap up on the Intercontinental title. 
And let's go back to, to uh, Brian Danielson and what happened at AEW All Out. You know, first we had talked, by the way, about, you know, whether this was a good idea or not to have back-to-back pay-per-views. Uh, the pay-per-views were uh, under 100,000 buys. The, they're saying the estimates are going to be about 75 to 98, somewhere in that ballpark. So that, that number is one of AEW's worst. But, you know, it was coming off, you know, we're on a holiday weekend and coming off just having a pay-per-view of AEW all in their biggest show ever. So I don't think anybody expected those numbers to be that good. But, you know, it's still okay, I guess. I mean, David, you're kind of like, eh. Yeah, no, nah, just the, it was too much. You know, it doesn't make sense. And you also got to understand we're somewhat in a recession here. You can't be ordering pay-per-views every week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to tone it down, man. You just had the biggest show. I think you got to bask in that, you know, for at least a week. But then next week, you want me to shell out some more to see some? Get out of here. Yeah. And seeing Punk ain't on it, get out of here. <laughs> you miss him so much. <laughs> yeah, so that was how what happened there. But, but then, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, I think there were two really big matches and one other debut that happened here you know first cj perry is back of course that was the ravishing russian lana uh, who mm. her husband Miro was not happy that she showed up and got involved in his match with powerhouse hobbs so apparently they will she will not be managing him the way it sounded that's kind of interesting but cj perry's back yeah she's hot <laughs> there is no debating that she called herself flexible on the uh in a promo by the way mm. don't get me started yeah dude. i'm going through some we'll, things <laughs> we'll, leave, we'll leave that there uh john moxley is the new AEW international champion as he knocks off orange cassidy cassidy got busted up in that one instead of john moxley that's kind of a change of pace but that great reign by orange cassidy is over but I have a feeling those two guys are going to be going at it for a while. So, yeah, I like that. <coughs> I like that match. Yeah, I mean, and look, Orange Cassidy. You know, I thought he was a joke for a long time, but that guy can go. You know, he pulled us in with the pocket hands in the pockets thing. Mm-hmm. But man, when he turns it on, it's he's pretty amazing in the ring. I mean, one of the more one of the most athletic guys I've ever seen. Yeah, so, no, nah, he's dope. Yeah, so we'll see how that continues. But then I want to get to this Brian Danielson Ricky Starks match. This was a strap match. So for those that don't know how a strap match typically works, there's a large leather strap and you wrap it around one wrist of each of the competitors and go at it. It used to be you'd have to touch the four corners. Now it's a pinfall or submission. Ricky Starks didn't strap it to his wrist, attack Danielson grabbed a weight belt, busted him open with the buckle of the weight belt almost right off the bat. Mm. So Danielson's bleeding this whole match. And then the strap comes into play. And these guys tried to, I mean, I was watching Wrestling Observer and they they were asking if the police should have been called because there were some serious beatings going on. Danielson was whipping Starks like crazy. They were hitting each other in the face with this strap. It got brutal. Mm. But unlike the stadium stampede match, this kind of actually made sense. You know, Starks was super ticked at Danielson for helping him out against Ricky Steamboat, and the trick he pulled and went after him. But I will say this, David. I think Ricky Starks, with 
just all those shots that he took. I mean, Danielson wrestling with a cast was just whipping him and whipping him and whipping him and whipping him. I think the young man earned his stripes in this one. Wouldn't you say? Uh, well, the way you described it, yes, I got to see that match. I mean, I want to see it now. I don't know. That's the thing. It's like so hard. Like to, I mean, we ain't got the network. How do you go back and watch it, man? Um, Bleacher Report probably get replay. I was, and I got to watch. I went back and watched some of the highlights too. But geez, I mean, yeah, these I guys, they 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 wrapped it up with Danielson putting him a little in a label lock, and Starks wouldn't tap out, so he took the strap and put it around his neck and choked him out while he was in the label lock, and Starks passed out. Danielson is a little devil. You know, it's like a horror movie. You know, there's like a little garden gnome or something sitting in your yard. And you're like, oh, that's so cute. He's such a nice little garden gnome. And then he turns into a vicious killer with weapons and knives and wants to tear you apart. You're calling him a garden gnome? I'm just making a comparison. And then patted him on his head? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's very friendly. <laughs> but then he's a monster. Then he's a monster. That dude, when he gets rolling in a match, is he's one of the most sadistic guys I've ever seen. It's crazy. But yeah, 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 and definitely a, a stark difference from um, WWE. Yeah, and he's like the nicest guy in the world too. What it was funny, you know, you and I were there when uh, you know he came out at Double or Nothing, and he had just gotten done going crazy and then he comes in and he's just talking about trees you yeah know? yeah just yeah. hey everybody what's good, going on people man he that and books that dude can flip a switch so very interesting and, and and then of course he did a lot on collision i have a feeling he's going to be kind of taking the cm punk spot on collision like, now and, so yeah and what um uh elite they were on there yeah there was there was some interesting stuff that happened on collision this week too and Jade Cargill is back from her vacation. Oh. From her time off. She attacked Chris Statlander. And, you know, honestly, I was a little surprised at that. I, I guess, you know, I can see the rematch happening, but I'd have rather seen Jade go after Soraya. I think that would have been a lot more fun. I mean, you know, she did her 50-whatever-it-was-an-O, lost a match, and I understand you probably want to get that back but in some ways, but in the same in the same breath, it's like this is somebody who was – undefeated mm. don't you think it's time to go after the world championship yeah in due time right see i think the time see the other the other part is i don't know if she's necessarily ready you know she's still learning she's still very new to the business you know but like i said but at the same time it's kind of been there done that don't you think yeah 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 I, I hear what you're saying, but I think in due time we'll we'll get to it. I don't know. Everybody wants everything all at once. Settle down. Well, I I think I'm a little partial on that because I, when we had Soraya in here, I mentioned that that I'd love to see those two wrestle. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. fill your uh, so, fantasy so, book in there. Yeah. So I just want to be right, just like I always am, David. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it alone, man. I'm gonna be right. polite, man. Okay, fair enough. I'm gonna be polite. You don't have to. Out. What do we got? 20, it's all good. 20, 25 minutes. I'll be polite. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Uh, also on collision, shout out to Chief. Oh, all right. I'm gonna see you tonight, man. There we go. Um, Darby Allen <laughs> got the human dart treatment. That was exciting. Luchasaurus human darting Darby Allen into a garage door. If you remember the. Original human darting that was Kevin Nash and Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. about some Mysterio's face off a trailer. 
Production trailer, yeah. That was a classic moment, man. Monday Night Wars. Yep. So we got we have a new human dart, and that is Darby Allen. So he and Luchasaurus are and Dart Christian. Dart B Allen. Dart B I like that. <laughs> yeah, I Dart can't. B Allen. Yeah. <laughs> you should put that on Twitter right now. Right. I think that's great. Thank you. Go yeah. for it, man. Take my shine. Nah, like you, you always do. It's whatever. Go for it. No, you take do. it. You do it. Take it, Mark. No. Dart B. <laughs> And also on Collision, uh, we had the semifinals of this World Championship tournament that maybe only two or three people deserve to be in. But it'll be Samoa Joe and Roderick Strong wrestling next week to determine who's going to be taken on MJF at uh, the AEW Grand Slam event on September 20th from Arthur Ashe Stadium. Hmm. So I'm guessing Roderick Strong's going to find his way there. So now we have the Adam Cole jilted best buddy possibly finding his way into a world championship match with the new best friend, MJF. Mm. You like it? Nope. No? Nah, man. Bring on CM Punk. <laughs> Is okay. he coming back? Or all, right, all right. We're going to have to have a counseling <laughs> session right now, David. He's gone. Just bring him back, He's man. gone. Bring, well, I do want to say this. Because he's got to say something somewhere at some time. And CM Punk, we would like to invite you on the Mark Hoke Show to give you exclusive. We'll give you two hours of talk time, and let's go. Okay. Now tweet that and tweet it over again. CM Punk, come on. Let's go, man. Let's go. I bet I could get an extra hour if uh, if it was CM Punk. Well, let's go. Three hours. <laughs> we'll live stream. We'll, you know, you want to sit with us all day? Yeah. That's fine. I'll take the time. Oh. Now, now you like him. I, now you respect him. Look, th- th- now hold on a second. I never said that I did not respect CM Punk mm. because I do. Wow, they just need to get rid of him. Well, you know, sometimes. I mean, how long is this going to go on? Sometimes. Well, get over now it. Now it's done. It ain't he, never done. I mean, it is done. You know, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, and more stories were coming out that apparently. There was not one confrontation at all in, but three with Tony Khan. Three. Uh, was there details on? Um... Uh, briefly. I, I'll have to find the, uh, the the story out here. But, yeah, that was – yeah, here it is. Bear with me for one second as that loads up. Mm. So he smacked further... him around. Well, you said he feared for his life, so there's more to it. And you said there was a video of this, right? Of I the mean, one, yeah. When is this happening? I don't know. I don't know if Wembley's ever going to release that or not. Oh, Wembley has it? That's security footage? I'm sure that's what it is, yeah. Oh, I thought it was like so, somebody had a So video. a further report from uh, Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter suggests that Punk and Khan had another confrontation at the event in Wembley. Uh, let's see. Further to additional reports, the Punk berated Khan before his opening match with Samoa Joe. So we had the fight and the push. Then we had had this before the match. Meltzer reports that Punk and Khan had a third interaction at the event immediately after Punk's victory over Joe. Uh, Meltzer alleges that several sources contacted him with one alleging that this new confrontation left Khan very upset. Uh, although there, it is noted there were no witnesses to the minutia of the meeting aside from sources confirming it happened. Yeah, whatever. It don't sound like news, whole, sound like a whole bunch of fluff. I don't know. Dave Meltzer. Hey, you know what? And by the way, courtesy of Cultaholic on the article, my good friends over there. Yeah. So I, I, you know, 
like I said, wasn't there. Don't know what happened, but three times, dude. Yeah, you're gonna go after your boss three times on the yep. biggest day of the year. Yep. You think so? He was he was feeling himself. Obviously. Well, I, yeah, I, I would say it's got to be a frustrating environment. You know, for for a uh, uh, seasoned veteran like CM Punk, man. And probably it just got, you know, I, I think there's a lot of, I don't know. Again, we talk about that leadership style. Like if you're a leader, which I, CM Punk comes across as a leader, you know, and then you have to deal with poor leadership at some point. Nah, I'm going to have to check this clown. Well, but at the same time, if look, it, I'm and I'm not putting punk down per se, but from <laughs> everything that I've seen mm-hmm. and some articles that I've read, you know, Chris Jericho had that story a little while ago yeah. that punk tried to become a locker room leader in WWE and nobody was having it. That sometimes you have to learn a leadership style that people are actually going to follow. And while you have the respect of everybody, and I don't, I doubt there was anybody that didn't respect Punk for everything that he did. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he was he was rubbing some people the wrong way. Now, on the other side, you know, you got guys like the Young Bucks. You know, probably they're they're a different uh, breed of cat, as you would probably say. Well, you know, so it, it's it, a lot of clashing styles there, and. You know, they probably didn't want to hear it. And the thing is, if somebody doesn't want to hear it from you and you're not going to take their take their advice, you know, then maybe it's, instead of pushing your way in, just let it go. But what is their position? Nobody knows. They haven't said anything. No, no, no. What is their position with the company? They're not just talent. I mean, CM Punk's talent and, you know, self-proclaimed. Oh, well, they're, well, they're executive vice president. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you got to look at all the all the stuff that they're doing. Like I, that is your leadership I, squad. There. I am, and I am not debating that either. Like, what is this? What is this? Like, I mean, you, you cannot no. So I would think that would get frustrating. Is like these are the guys, and he even said it at the press uh, conference when he went off. Was like, I mean, this is what they call themselves, and these are the guys, and then they get in a fight. They get in a fight. Give me a break. Yeah, there was no. Re- I mean, there was no reason for them to do that confrontation at all out last right. year. Yeah, they yeah. could have just waited until the next day, cooled off, and then everybody goes in the office. Yeah, but it, it's, you know? and that wasn't a that was a wrestling uh, macho move. Wasn't a business executive type I, of deal. I agree. And who's at the top of that? Tony Khan. It's like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh, guys. Like I think he's that type that if he keeps you happy, he's your buddy, he's your guy, everything's good. When wrestling got real, he couldn't handle it, man. He feared for his life. There you go. Sounds like it's just a nightmare all around. So. T- tuck it in, Junior. <laughs> well, with that, <laughs> let's go to a break. Good Lord. I'm Mark Hoke here on the Mark Hoke Show with the David Difference. We're talking pro wrestling. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment here on KDOM 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. And if you're out there watching us on the live streams, hey, give us a like on Facebook, a follow on Twitter, and a subscription on YouTube. Big help to us. We'd certainly appreciate it. Stick around. One more segment to go. We'll be right back. Infinite Wellness can help you achieve your goals and look and feel your best. Our regenerative medicine clinic utilizes stem cell and exome therapy. 
We also have a comprehensive weight loss program and numerous other services you can find on our website at infinitewellness.info. We're located at 8925 West Post Road, Suite 100, right across from Ikea. You can book your appointment today by calling us at 702-842-2244 or find us on social media at infinitewellness.lv. We'd love to be a part of your journey. If you're looking for an award-winning dining experience at outstanding prices, look no further than Unique Eats. Whether it's their incredible breakfast platters, amazing pastas and sandwiches, or world-renowned pizzas, celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco will have you covered. Check out their coffee and smoothie bar, vegetarian options, catering, and top-flight service. Visit Unique Eats today at 3100 South Durango Suite 100. Call 702-992-3038 or go to UniqueEatsLV.com and we'll see you all at Unique Eats. 1015 FM K Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we return for the final segment here on The Mark Hoke Show on K Don 1015 FM. What? Crank that up, that music. Crank. I like that. Ooh. There you go. Are you happy? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's running out, so. Crank. I can't. It's gone. Hey, man. So I know we talked about you wanted to rebrand the Hokey Pokey show. No. No? Go away. Okay. No. Stop it. I'm Marco David Difference. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I'm, I'm, you know, when. What? I, I don't know, man. I'm going through some things over here. It's all good. You're recovering yeah. from uh, from the vid. It's not even that, dude. It's bigger than that, Mark. Right. Can't you see, Mark? You know what's even bigger than hurting over here. You know what's even bigger than you know what would take the hurt away? You know what would take the hurt away? Love. If yeah, well, love and money. Go to betonline.ag. Open up an account. Click on our link on our website. Go to markoakshow.com. I'm listening. Then head on over there. You get a fifty percent matching bonus up to a thousand dollars. So you get five hundred extra bucks for your account. You can bet on wrestling over there. You can bet on table tennis, volleyball, all sorts of stuff. But they've actually got a bet up there right now. CM Punk to join WWE before WrestleMania 40. Yes, is a plus 400. So if you think he won't show, that's going to be the other side of the deal. But CM Punk to what? To join WWE before WrestleMania 40. Uh-oh. Yes, is a plus 400, so that it's not the favorite. But, yeah, go ahead and get an account. We would appreciate it. That helps us out. But you got to go to our website first. Click on the link. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, shout out to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He's out of surgery. He's recovering. They say he'll be back on his feet soon. Yeah, very nice. So, the Hacksaw. Got that two I four. Oh, yeah, you do. Huh? I do. And uh, real quick, I uh, want to mention uh, Impact Victory Road had their paper. Uh, that pay-per-view was this weekend. Uh, main event, Josh Alexander knocks off Steve Macklin. That was a fun one. And if you want to give Kenny King some flack tonight with Lights, Camera, Faction, just start some Tommy Dreamer chants because Tommy Dreamer is the new Impact Digital Media Champion oh, as he has dethroned Kenny King. Oh, boy. Oh, that won't put him in a good mood, to say the least. But uh, Impact's got their thousandth episode. They just taped that. There are spoilers up if you want to know what happened, but I'd recommend just waiting. But congratulations to Impact on 1,000 episodes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to all my people that's over there, man, putting in work. Yeah. So way to go. 1,000 episodes for Impact. Uh, Also have a goodbye to say, unfortunately, as 
General Adnan Al-Casey, of course, uh, also known as the General Adnan Al-Casey in WWE, uh, and Billy White Wolf, of course, a former WWF tag team champion with Chief J. Strongbow, mm. has passed away on Wednesday at age of 84. So we wish him and his family and friends all the best as we say goodbye to Adnan Al-Casey. One of the nastier managers. Had devastation incorporated in world class. Probably, I thought that was his best stable. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, it was part of the big main event with Sergeant Slaughter and Hulk Hogan at uh, WrestleMania 7. That was. Yeah. Yeah, the worst WrestleMania. Nah, the worst WrestleMania was Caesar's Palace. Yeah, there, that, was some, there were some bad ones. Oh, dude. I, I did a podcast with a guy talking about that WrestleMania at Caesar's Palace. Mm-hmm. And I went back and watched a bunch of those matches. Garbage, huh? Ooh, it was a bad WrestleMania. Just everything was off from that. Oh. I, can't, I can't even look at it. Yeah, WrestleMania 9, that was. Yeah, not the best. Makes me sick to my stomach to not, watch it. Not the best. I, I think as a kid, though, I was, I was, I don't even think I watched it. Maybe that was when I was phasing out of wrestling. I watched it. I think I went back and watched it. Um, but I think it, when it came out, I was probably phasing out of wrestling. Yeah, well, that. That probably phased a few people out. Mm-hmm. That was the one where Hulk Hogan rescued Bret Hart from Yokozuna yeah. and was blinded. And Bret's like, go get him, go get him. And Hogan won the world championship that day. I celebrated for a little while. I, I guess I just didn't know any better. But if I'd have watched that today, no. Hey, that's it. That's all. We're done. That's it? Yeah. Huh. Well, hey, we want to thank Big Fonz for joining us. And don't forget... Get down to the Silver Nugget tonight here in Las Vegas or watch it on Fight uh, Fight Plus. The Survival of the Fittest. Big card tonight for FSW. So make sure you check that out. It's going to be a great time and uh, love to see you down there. You got Hammerstone. Hopefully uh, Danny Limelight's daughter is not going to show up. That would be bad. I don't think she would be able to uh, Hurricane Rana, the, the big man. So... You never know. Yeah, it'll be a good show. I'll be down there. David Difference will be down there. Come hang out with your boy, man. Let's go. Come on down. Let's do it. Silver Nugget. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. We will see you next week on the Mark Hoke Show. Have a great day, Las Vegas. Yes, sir. Want more of the Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at the Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.